0: You are listening to Move With Radiance with Stephanie Dankelson, a podcast all about redefining your relationship to exercise, food, and your body by learning how to first redefine the relationship with yourself. Are you ready to discover your inner truth, your inner radiance? Because we all deserve to feel at home in our bodies. Hello. It's Thursday. <laughs> Welcome to Move With Radiance. I'm your host, Stephanie. And thank you again, as always, for being here. I appreciate you. I've had to redo this intro like three times now because <laughs> a garbage truck kept driving through. <laughs> and uh, here we are third time around. Let's hope uh, we get some silence over here. All right. Let's talk about today's topic, which is something that I found myself doing all of the time. Sometimes I still catch myself doing it, but, um, and I know that I, with some of the women that I work with, it's typical for us to do this. (laughs) So I wanted to create an episode around, um, why we jump to the worst case scenario and how to catch yourself doing that and then how to start shifting it because here's the thing we have two options we are not even not not just two there's multiple options like i've talked about in the previous episode where there's so many different choices that we have but it's if anything i want to help you realize like in every moment there's always two options It's just typically we will jump to like the worst case scenario option and choose to believe that or choose to go along with that. And what we're doing by choosing that worst case scenario is one, wasting a shit ton of energy. (laughs) But two, it really puts us in this space of like, diminishing our confidence of, of automatically assuming the worst about us and in our lives and the situations that are going to be happening. And when we approach life from that place, it really shifts the way that we are showing up in our lives. And so I wanted to take the, t- the time today to talk about, you know, again, that we have two options and what really is going on in our brains when it comes to assuming worst case scenario and why we kind of jump to an ending and all of that kind of stuff, but then also how we can start shifting so that we can start believing the best case scenario and really what that's going to do for us overall. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I want to share my three tips on, on how to navigate worst case scenario and all of that kind of stuff. So, I want to start off by sharing a little story <laughs> about. I mean, and I've talked about this on the podcast, but <clears throat> I was laid off from my nine to five job back in 2017. And that for me at the time was like my worst fear. I had such a negative relationship with money. I had such a fear of not being able to pay my bills or not running out of money. Essentially, that was like one of my biggest fears. And in my head, losing my job would lead to all of that. and, And it was just a very scary thing for me thinking about getting fired. And I think wrapped up in that too, if we go a little bit deeper, there was a lot of like my job was sort of a validation of how smart I was or how capable I was or how worthy I was in the workplace or whatever. And so I think, and like failure was all wrapped up in that. So I think that was also a little bit of a deeper layer when we think about it and it when it comes down to it. But at the end of the day, at the time, there was so much fear around running out of money. And so if I lost my job, that was like the biggest jab in the throat <laughs> that I could experience. And so for most of my career, most of my nine to five career lifetime, whatever, however I want to say that, as long as I had been working in in my nine to five jobs, I had that fear and I did really everything that I could to prevent it. Every single conversation with my boss, every single feedback or criticism, uh, session, um, every single project, every single like big meeting, there was always this fear in the back of my mind of like, I need to perform so that I don't get fired. And I would always assume the worst case scenario. My boss would message me or call me in or during our meeting where he would be giving me feedback for the quarter or whatever. I would always go into those thinking, I did something wrong. I'm not good enough. He's going to fire me. What if I did? Like, there was always those thoughts in my mind every single time I had an interaction with a superior and it caused so much anxiety all of the time. There was so much negative energy and just like, I was always on high alert. I was always going in, um, with feeling like super clouded. I was always trying to prove myself and it it just, at the end of the day, wasted so much of my energy. And a lot of the time, we will assume the worst case scenario will always like look at, you know, the potential outcomes and kind of jump right to that worst case scenario, because I think there's a part of us that is trying to protect us, keep us safe or help like prepare us for an event like that. And I think there's a part of us, again, like coming back to this whole safety thing and this protection thing, I think there's a part of us that's trying to protect us from those negative emotions or, you know, I don't like to use the word negative emotions, but to get the point across here, those like more uncomfortable emotions, our body is just trying to protect us from that. And so I think so many of us, you know, in like, to kind of brace us for that fall or to brace us for something bad to happen, we kind of jump to that worst case scenario because if we give ourselves a chance to like think about it and live in that space, then we think like, okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of protecting myself. I'm bracing myself. And if this were to happen, I would be a little bit more prepared. And Brene Brown actually talks about this in, in some of her writing in her, in her books, but she talks about how preparing, quote, preparing for the worst case scenario in our brain in our bodies doesn't actually ever prepare us if that were to happen. And a lot of the times what it actually does is take us away from experiencing our life. And that goes for us, too, when we're thinking about, I'm going to get fired, or my boss messaged me, yeah, like, my boss messaged me, it must mean I'm getting fired, or my friend never texted me back, she must be mad at me, or I'm totally going to bomb this presentation, or everyone's going to think I'm stupid. If we're jumping to that and preparing ourselves for that and living in that energy, we're taking away from the present moment. We're robbing ourselves of the opportunity to be fulfilled and happy and joyful and living fully in the present moment. And let me tell you, (laughs) from someone who constantly lived in the worst case scenario of I'm getting fired, who I constantly prepared myself, I constantly worried about it, I constantly assumed it, when it actually happened, when I actually was laid off, in in like, n- like absolute no prepare. Like I w- had what no prepare. It was no warning, <laughs> no warning laid off next day. and Didn't have a job. I was still not prepared for it. I was still not prepared for it. And all of those years of constantly worrying, of constantly creating this anxiety for me all it did was waste my energy and put me in this negative headspace of, I'm not enough. I'm not confident. I can't do this. And so when I had that energy about me, that was how I showed up in my life, which is, I'll talk about that a little bit more in detail later, but my point is it doesn't actually prepare you for the worst case scenario. And so that's and tip number one here is preparing or, or living in that space of worst case scenario. It's not actually going to prepare you. If that case, like if that worst case scenario was going to happen, all it's doing is wasting energy and taking you away from the present moment. It's taking you away from now. It's bringing down your confidence and like causing so much unnecessary stress and anxiety. And at the end of the day, it's holding you back from really going after what you want. If you're constantly living in this worst case scenario space, What are the odds that you're going to take a chance or what are the odds that you're really going to put yourself out there or really go for something or really speak your truth or really show up as you are? Very slim. Because I was so afraid and constantly thinking I was going to get fired, I just stayed in my lane. I stayed quiet. And... I, I didn't really like show up as me. I just tried to follow all of the rules, stay in my box and do all of the right things. I didn't go after, I didn't ask for the things that I really wanted because I was so afraid that if I did that, I was going to get fired. And so I stayed small. And at the end of the day, when we stay small and we don't go after the things that we want, we're not creating the life that we deeply desire. It's preventing you from really showing up. Second thing, and I just want you to, this is something I threw in here because I want you to remember this as you're feeling yourself being pulled to some sort of like conclusion. When there's uncertainty present, our brains love making up endings to uncompleted stories. And so if something uncertain or if there's a situation that happens in your your day-to-day and there is no concrete ending, your brain wants to make that ending up. It wants to complete the circle. It wants to put that period at the end of the sentence. It wants to know what's going to happen next. And so even if it hasn't happened yet, even if it's completely false, your brain feels better when it has an ending. And so it goes searching for one. (laughs) And again, because I think so many of us are so used to just going straight to that worst case scenario because there is that sort of sense of like protection and safety wrapped up in there, that's where our brains are going to go. And so just know that when something uncertain happens, when something happens in your life where you're like, okay, I'm not quite sure where this is going to go, your brain's going to try and close that loop for you. And so if you you feel yourself start spinning and trying to like, okay, well, what's going to happen next with that? Just know your brain's trying to just do its job and find that solution to the problem. And now it's your job in these moments to then realize that there is another option here. We don't have to jump to that worst case scenario. There's now another option of best case scenario. That it's like it's so funny to me when I was when this was finally pointed out to me or when I finally realized this. It's it's just it's so <laughs> it's funny to me now that both options are equally as possible. It is just as possible for you to fucking like crush that presentation or for you to, to, um, create an impact or for you to succeed and for you to like excel at whatever it is that you want, or for that dream to come to fruition or whatever, like that option is just as possible as bombing the presentation or getting fired or whatever. Both options are, are options. We just happen to just jump straight to the worst case which doesn't feel as good at the end of the day. So just remember there is this other option. We can close the loop with our stories. We can decide that, oh, that's going to happen for me. That's possible. I'm gonna crush this presentation. I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna do my best and it's gonna be great. That is also just as possible. So just remember Your brain is trying to find an answer (laughs) to uncertainty and that you have two options. And it's your job to remind her, hey, I don't have to believe the worst case. There's a positive option too. And my final little piece that I, I wanted to dive into today was when you are kind of presented with that path of worst case, best case scenario. When you choose, whatever you choose in that moment, that's the energy that you're going to be bringing to that situation. So let me explain. If you choose to assume worst case scenario and I just keep going back to work because it's just a really easy example here. But if you decide to show up to a meeting with this, you've already decided I'm gonna bomb this and you've already put all of your energy into assuming the worst case scenario, how do you think you're gonna show up to that presentation, to that meeting? there's going to be a lot of frantic energy. There's going to be a lot of negative thoughts. There's going to be a lot of, Oh, I got to prove myself. I can't do this. I'm going to bomb I got to, and that's going to show up. And that's the way that you're going to be. Um, that's the energy that you're going to be like giving off in that moment. And so, Like, it's almost like the odds of you failing. It's like you're putting yourself in that path more and more because you're choosing to show up from that place. That doesn't feel good. (laughs) But if we decide to approach this from a place of, I'm going to crush this, like, I'm going to really freaking show up, and this is going to be great, and I'm going to do my best, and it's going to be awesome, and that's what I'm going to choose to believe. Think about the way that you're going to show up in the presentation from that energy. They're going to be more confident. You're going to be more excited. You're going to be more engaged. You're going to be just exuberant. exuberant. I keep wanting to say that word. I don't know why that doesn't really fit here, but there's going to be this more, I guess it does more exuberant energy with the way that you show up in that presentation and then You're kind of stacking up your odds to succeed when you're coming from that place. Act as if, and that's essentially what you're doing when you're assuming the outcome, you're going to act as if. Your energy and your mindset makes a huge difference in how you approach a challenge and how you approach your life. If you're constantly assuming the worst, that's the energy, that's the the emotion that you're going to be constantly evoking in your life. It all trickles down. If we have negative thoughts, if we're choosing to believe something that doesn't serve us in the long run, we're going to be then like triggering feelings that support that, which then triggers actions that support those feelings and thoughts, which then triggers the results of our life. It all funnels together. And so if we have this negative mindset, if we have this, um, and we're constantly trying to confirm this belief of I'm going to fail, I'm not enough. I suck. We're going to feel like shit. (laughs) And of course, it's like those things come and go, right? Like we're human. We're going to have some of those thoughts come in. But at the end of the day, you get to decide what you pursue. You get to decide what you give power. So if you give that negativity power, that's the way you're going to show up in your life. That's the way that you're going to be feeling in your life. Choose to give yourself more of that positive energy. Choose to give those thoughts power because then that's gonna evoke more, like confidence, I always say, is such an inside job. It doesn't matter what everything else looks like. If you're choosing to believe that you're not enough, that's the way that you're gonna show up. But if you're gonna choose to believe, hey, I've got this. Even no matter what the outcome, I've got this, you're going to evoke that confidence that comes from inside, that comes from choosing to look at life from a different lens, from choosing to believe the positive outcome, the one that's going to better serve you. We don't know what life is going to bring. So, why choose to stay in that space that feels shitty, anyways? Even like knowing that that's not going to, that's still not going to prepare you for worst case scenario. Choose to take more of that power back. I always say that because, again, we're so freaking powerful. It matters. Where we put our energy matters. It creates such a different energy about our lives. And it's like, here's the bonus tip I'll give. What if you could even choose to look at your, quote, failures as successes? Holy mind blown. (laughs) I mean, think about that, right? We're so, so often we assume the worst case because there's this underlying fear of failure. And so we're like, oh, well, I'm going to prepare myself for that failure. Or, you know, we try and like, we're constantly living in this energy of like, I got to avoid a failure. I got to avoid failure. But what if failure wasn't a negative thing? What if it wasn't something to avoid? What if it was part of the process? What if we chose to separate failure from our worth and instead looked at it as information? Oh, interesting, okay, I kind of bombed that, but how can I take responsibility over it? How can I learn from it and how can I improve next time? That feels so much better than saying, God, I failed, I suck, I'm a horrible human, I'm unworthy, I'm not enough. We get to decide what we believe. We get to decide how we approach all of our situations, all of the, the opportunities that we're presented with. And again, if we can look at it from this perspective of like, oh, this isn't failing or failing isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's just like the more that you can embrace that failure is just going to be part of the process. The more that you can, again, show up more fully in your pursuit of what it is that you want. And the more that we disassociate or, or, or remove failure from this notion of I'm not enough, the more that we separate enoughness and failure, the more that we can truly, again, show up in our lives. Because here's the thing, if you, this all kind of ties back into really creating this life that you want and making the decisions that feel really, really good to you. And especially when it comes to choosing something and doing things that we've never done before to get to where it is that we want to be, failure is just inevitable. It's going to happen. That's how we grow. That's how we learn. That's how we get closer and closer and closer to what it is that we want in life. If we avoid failure, we're deciding to stay small. And ultimately, that's not going to get us to where it is that we want to be. If you want to show up big in your life, if you want to keep um, growing and breaking those ceilings and, and, and uh, just, yeah, I guess just showing up really big, failure is just going to be part of it. And if we're constantly assuming the worst as we're stepping into this like bigger version of ourselves the the the, the journey is going to feel really shitty but if we're acting as if, if we're acting as if, I'm going to, like, this is going to be so amazing. I'm going to achieve what it is that I want to achieve. I'm going to, like, manifest all of these things that I'm really desiring into my life. And I'm choosing to, to believe that and act as if that's already done for me. Oh, man, the energy that you show up in your day-to-day is going to be so different and it's going to feel so much better. And that's, and then if you go that layer deeper, if you're like, okay, well, failure is not going to be a measure of my worth. And you're showing up from the energy of this is all going to work for me. We could, can, can then start to see failure as part of the process and letting that be a successful thing. And then it's like, what are we avoiding at that point? <laughs> if we embrace all of the like if we look at you know lower emotions, lower days, failures, problems, if we look at all of those things as just part of the process and we learn to embrace that and we learn to welcome those things, then there really isn't anything to avoid. It's like wow, that just made life a little bit easier. Not to diminish the fact that, yeah, sometimes failure is fucking hard or sometimes falling on your face or making a mistake or experiencing sadness or anxiety or like those lower emotions. Not to say that that's not sucky sometimes or not to say that that's not difficult or not to say that, you know, it's, it's not like your experience and what you're feeling isn't valid because it is. But if we stop making it wrong, we can lean into it a little bit more. We can move through it a little bit more easily. We can stop fighting ourselves and making ourselves wrong and creating that disconnection within us. The more that we embrace that part of the process, the more we can show up. Uh, <laughs> I, this has been, you know, and I, I, I don't want to say that sometimes that doesn't still happen, right? Cause I'm human too. There is parts of my life where I'm like, Oh my gosh, what if this happens? It's like, okay, but now I can recognize it. Now I can say, all right, Hey, <laughs> we're not going to go there. I know that you're scared, but let's choose to explore all of this instead. What if Hey, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to figure it out. Even if worst case was to happen, I'm going to figure it out. I got this. (sighs) That's like a breath of fresh air. So just know that this is just going to be a little bit of a work in progress, especially if you have been someone who identifies highly with um, assuming the worst case scenario. Allow this to be an opportunity just for awareness, And again, not making yourself wrong as you're going through this process. It's just like eliminating that there's a wrong way to do things. Unless you're like being an asshole and killing people, (laughs) go really extreme, you're not doing life wrong. You're just human. You're just trying to navigate what feels good, trying to figure out your way and how to do things in a way that feels good to you. So stop making yourself wrong. Stop putting all these crazy expectations on yourself. If you just do what's going to feel good for you in that moment and stay focused on the present moment and stay focused on really understanding what's going to feel best for you and remove the shoulds and the expectations and the wouldas and the couldas and the shouldas and blah, 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 blah then it's going to feel that much better. Make this your process. I give you this advice because this has been helpful for me and this is, you know, I'm translating everything in that way. But at the end of the day, I want you to absorb all the things that I'm coaching you on and all the things that I'm giving you and take pieces of it and put it into your own way that works for you. This is your life. You know you better than anybody else. So make it yours. Remove the expectations. Stop trying to make it look a certain way and apply what works best for you and just try things. Just try it. Again, there's no wrong way. (laughs) Alright, please let me know if you have any questions, if this was helpful, if you're like, what the hell are you talking about? I want to know it all. I want to make sure that, again, I'm always creating things that are helpful for you. I love, again, when you reach out and say, ooh, I loved that episode. I I also want to know that episode was not so great if (laughs) if you didn't feel it. I want to know both so that I can make sure that what I'm creating is actually helping and serving you. And... I think that's all I got, friends. Hopefully you have a lovely rest of your day and we will see you next week. Ah, thank you so much for listening and for being here week after week. If you found this episode helpful and you want to share it with your friends and fam, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and make sure you tag me in your stories so that I can come over and say hello Thanks again. I appreciate you so much. And until next time, stay radiant.